Oh yeah, you know what time it is kids, it's time to dim those lights and light those candles, cause it's another thrilling, exciting episode of Geeksters, oh yeah. And welcome to episode 43 of the Geeksters, I'm your host Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let's just let this fade out. Oh, yeah. All right. So what's what's this new, what's new this week, Ed? Let's start off with the releases of the week. <sighs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have this week, Ed? First, we're going to start with 42 came out this week. 42. 42 came out. You no, know, that is the answer to the life, the universe, and everything. That's right. Just so you know. But it actually is... About uh, what's his face, uh, Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. That's it. <laughs> uh, Got to be honest, I wanted to see this in the movie theaters. Yeah. Never got around to it, so this is going to be definitely a a purchase for me. Yes. Because it's got Harrison Ford in it. Hoot that home run. But it looks good. Yes. I, all the trailers I saw, I kept going. I want to see that movie. It looks so good. Yeah. Then I think something else came out that week that was more interesting. <laughs> Always happens, doesn't it? Well, it's either a story about oppression and the first African-American baseball star or somebody blowing up shit. Yeah. So I usually kind of go for the yeah. big boom. Big, big boom, boom bada bing. <laughs> big, big bada boom. <laughs> Multi-piss. <laughs> okay, what else came out? Next is Evil Dead came oh, out, the remake. Yeah, I gotta say, that's a keep. If you're a fan of Evil Dead... I can see some people not liking this movie, but I saw it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. It's got blood. It's got gore. It's got comedy. It's, oh, I loved it. <laughs> so that's a buyer. Okay. Cool. What else? Next is Bullet to the Head. <sighs> I, you know what? I think that might have been the movie that my dad and I saw instead of 42. Okay. <laughs> it was Sylvester Sloan. Go bullet to the head. Um, he plays uh, he plays like an assassin, and he uh, is trying to get revenge. And uh, he's got this Asian guy to help him along who's a cop. And uh, the bad guy in the movie is uh, the guy who plays Conan. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it was pretty good. It was a fun movie, and... Uh, I highly recommend going to see a special movie. Yeah, <laughs> bullet to the head. Yeah, I'm an old guy, but I just kick ass. What are we, firemen? <laughs> All right, what else is next? Next is, I picked this one because I actually watched this quite a number of years ago, almost a decade ago, over a decade ago, actually. And if you want to learn about history in a fun way, <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Uh, if you start off, you want to learn about history in a fun way. Eh, it's never really fun, but go ahead. <laughs> it's called Liberty Kids, the Clint series, and uh, it's basically about history in the United States and how the, the colonies were formed and how the uh, American Revolution progressed and that kind of thing. It, you know, yeah. I'm sorry. How how old is this series? When was it on? 2002. Okay, so how old were you in 2002? <laughs> 29. And you thought this was interesting. Okay. All right. Well, those people who are now in their 40s who want to remember the fun time talking, hey, kids, let's learn about history in a fun, cartoonish way. Was it a cartoon? Yes. 
Let's learn about history in a world. If you didn't learn your history from Animaniacs, you're not going to learn it from here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wacko Warner still singing the states. The, yes. the, what do you call it? The capitals of the states. I still remember that. I'm not singing it, but I remember it. <laughs> He also did the uh, countries of the world. The uh, countries of the world, also the president of the United States, yes, yeah. up until Bill Clinton, I think, or yeah. did they have Bush? I don't remember that. I think uh, it was up to Clinton. Clinton, because I think that was the season the Clinton yes. came in, yeah. So I knew all those. I learned all my good history from the Animaniacs. <laughs> Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, the cute one. You know, <laughs> they, those, they taught me my shit in my 20s. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have is Alpha's Season 2 came out. I think, and final season? Uh, I don't know if it's a final season, but... Because I know that show's not on anymore, I don't think. But the, that's what they're calling it, Alpha's Season 2. All right. Out. So if you're a sci-fi fan and you enjoy that show, it uh, came out on DVD. Enjoy it, it, it. It, it, it's, I've seen a couple episodes. I like it, and it kind of makes me feel like this is what heroes should have been. Okay. You know, like the whole, we're superheroes, and we fight other bad guys, and we try to look for other bad guys. It's kind of like a mix between... X-Men, where Professor X is trying to find all of the other mutants, mutants and right. stuff, yeah. versus there's bad ones, there are good ones, and then we have to f- stop the bad ones. It, it was very more action-oriented rather than the snorefest that heroes became. Right. <laughs> Next on our list is Young Justice, Game of Illusions. So Game of Illusions. Season 2, Part 2. So if you're a uh, Young Justice fan, it was the, the old series that was out. That they got canceled and replaced. So if you yeah, know. this is I think the final episodes of mm-hmm. that final season, mm-hmm. which I think I have uh, the first set for. So I'll probably pick that up okay. too eventually to round out my Young Justice you know set. There you go. All right. And finally for the DVD front is Orphan Black season one came out today. Oh, such a good. That's a good show. Yes. If you're not watching that show. <sighs> God help you. Because, I mean, it's a really good show. You know, she's a clone, and there's a bunch of other people trying to kill the clones. And eh, it's a good show. That's definitely a keeper. All right. Now, moving on to video games, we have one. It's uh, Turbo. Super Sun Squad is out for the Um, Wii. I'm assuming that's Well, I say all platforms, but the Wii is the most popular one. Right, but I'm assuming it's the video game based on the movie. Yes. Yeah, which never really worked out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, do you know any video games that are adapted from a movie that worked that, out? That worked out. No. I mean, I can go with the Spider-Man games. Uh, you know, like uh, the first one. Amazing Spider-Man was okay, but it was kind of like a rehash of the original Spider-Man. Right. Where you know you're you're actually Spider-Man. You kind of have all your powers already. So you know mm-hmm. that's probably my favorite out of the superhero genre games. I think. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You have a, like a favorite superhero video game? The one I, the one I like, but it's hard to play is the uh, Captain America Super Soldier. You know, it's not really based off the movie. No, but it is. It is. It is the video game for the movie. Right. Yeah. And I, and I thought the the, the playability was a very good in that. You can you can really get in to find the the moves and I, I gotta say combos. It is probably the only game that I got close to getting a hundred percent of all the trophies for. Wow. I, usually when I'm playing a video game, you know, especially for for PlayStation and Xbox, you get trophies. Mm-hmm. Once I get done a game, it's really hard for me to go back and play it again. It's very rare. Like the new Deadpool game has replayability mm-hmm. for me so I can kind of get all the trophies but there are certain ones where I'm just like like I'm still waiting to try to f- get a trophy for the Batman 
Arkham City game. I'm never going to get it's. <laughs> it's the Calendar Man one. If you talk to Calendar Man at all the major holidays, yeah, you get a trophy. Yes, you can either do it the long way by going there every day of the, the those days of the year, or you can just dick around with your you know your time clock, clock right? Yeah, you know, and set it and then keep. But that that requires you to log out, change the date, log back in. That just seems like an awful lot of effort for a trophy. Yeah. So I'm usually just kind of like. Who cares at this point? <laughs> <laughs> but on the on that front, uh, yeah. what, what's the other game you have? The uh, it's the Serious Sam collection. Now I never heard of this. Um, I'm Serious Sam. Yeah, but it's to prepare to unleash your inner beast and go after an army of wicked experimentals. Follow the notorious hero Sam Serious Stone in his quest to destroy the alien overlord Mental. Okay, so, and was what platform is this for? I believe it's for... Well, I know it's at least for the PS3 and the Xbox. Okay, well, that's all you really need. Yeah. You know, those are the two major... I mean, as much as I hate to deny Nintendo their their moment in the sun if it's a cross-platform, but I think at this point you either have Xbox, PS3, and the Wii. Yeah. You know, some combination of the three of them Yeah. at this point. The reason why I want you to finish that one off, because... I don't know anything about it. Right. So I can't even kind of go, ooh, get it, because yeah. I don't even, never even heard of Serious Sam. Nah, neither have I. I. I was scoping through Facebook, and I'm a fan of the PlayStation Network. Right. And apparently what they're doing is, for people who have gold trophies, mm-hmm. you're allowed to use those gold trophies to be able to bid on stuff that was used in that new commercial ad, Unleash Your Greatness kind of thing, where yeah. the guy put on the gloves talking to you going, you are this and you are that, and right. you know, join, become great, you know, kind of thing. Apparently they're doing an online auction for the people who have those gold trophies to be able to buy stuff that was used in that commercial. Wow. Like uh, a Killzone outfit, mm-hmm. you can win that. You wow. can bid on that. The one I may actually bid on, and it starts actually the 18th, so I think it's like actually later this week, you know, in a couple days, because yeah. it is the 16th of July, right. um, is concept art of the final shot of the commercial with everything in it, like the dragon and the moon. It looked really nice, so I'm going to see how many... The bidding wasn't open yet, right. but I don't think I have many gold trophies. I'm like definitely like a silver... I'm a solid silver guy. <laughs> you know, so... Silver medalist. Yes, I'm a silver medalist in almost every game, you know, like getting those trophies. Like, okay, well, you get a bronze for just doing this, and then you get a silver for doing that, and you get gold to think if you complete, like, actual games. Right. Or something major. And I gotta be honest, I don't think I have any of them. Yes. Maybe one. <laughs> but I want to see, like, what I have as far as if I can bid on it. Because I don't know if anybody really wants the concept arc. It's a computerized digital image yeah. of a rendering of how it's going to look like. So I don't know if anybody's going to really want that rather than have like an actual like the sky, Prompt, like right. the prop of this guy who is wearing the Skyrim, you know, outfit. Yeah. You can win that or you can win his sword or you can win his helm. Yeah. It, you know, I'm like, I might have a shot of winning that one. Right. So I'm going to go for that. Okay. And if anybody else that's listening out there gets their hands on it, you can send it to me. I'd be <laughs> grateful. It'll be loved and appreciated and put on a wall. There you go. Framed and everything because it was a really pretty image. Yeah. So, so that's all our video games, but I do think you have a review of a game that we mentioned last week. Yes, Dark. Yes. There was a couple little, we had a couple questions, like, it is the only an Xbox 360 exclusive. Okay. And you don't get to just kill vampires. You, in fact, are a vampire. Okay. And it's not the glittery type, like I was joking before, it's yeah. actually a, it's a, your actual vampire. Right. And you wake up as a new vampire, and you have to kind of find out why you're a vampire, and mm-hmm. there's like this. I haven't gotten too far into the game, but the one thing I can like, it's gotten mixed reviews. Okay. And the reason is like, number one, I think 
the the graphics are kind of nice. It's kind of done in like a cell animation, right? But it was like a three D depth to it, so it's it's pretty. Okay. I think where most people get kind of annoyed with the gameplay itself is that it, it is strictly a stealth oriented game, where like you can go in and start like hacking people up as far as like tearing them to shreds, mm-hmm. but you get shot, you get hurt. You don't have any weapons other than you yourself because you do have the ability to drain somebody. You know, to, you do have certain powers, van, okay, vampiric yeah. powers. But it is really more of a stealth-oriented game where you don't have to kill everybody in the room, but you have to get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And you get more experience points if you can do it without being noticed or without raising an alarm. Yeah. So for me, that's kind of like the challenge because there's a couple times where I'm like in a, on a board and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden... Someone gets an alarm. I'm like, son of a bitch. And I want well, them just going OCD at that point where I'm yeah. like, just restart the level. It's a real small. They're real short. Let me just, you know, try it again. Right. I'm like almost like for an, like an hour trying to figure out how to get by these cops. Yeah. You know, to be able to get to my next spot. But if you can get a cop alone, you can either drain him. You have powers, but those powers are fed through sucking the life out of other people. Okay. And you only have so many times like... Uh, you can raise your vital bar up to like four bars, and every time you use a power, one bar gets taken away. Okay. It's almost strategically stealth, so you because you can't do it all the time, and then you have to hide a body because if it's, if they come across the body, of course they start looking for you. Yeah. So yeah. you really do have to. It's kind of like a thinking stealth game. Okay. And it's not like the kick in the door, start shooting the place up, and start ripping people apart. Right. Where I think a lot of people are so used to that first person shooter. That when you get to a game where you actually have to think right. and plan, people lose their shit because they're like, if it's not Call of Duty where I can just start shooting people, right. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know? So I think that's the reason why a lot of people don't like the game. But if you're a single-player guy like me who doesn't really play a lot of first-person shooters, mm-hmm. I think it's a good game, one you should pick up. Okay, cool. All right, well, so that was that. So are you ready for the nerd news? I think so. I think it's time for nerd news. Nerd news. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Ed with the news. <laughs> First on our news list is HBO renews True Blood for a seventh blood-sucking season. Eh, big deal. Who cares? I mean, I mean, what I mean is, Damn. Like, I, no, no, no. Tell what you really think. No, no. <laughs> I love the show. Yeah. So it's no surprise that they're going to come up with a seventh season, right? Because the show is not waning as far as viewership. Mm-hmm. This season, though, is only ten episodes versus the usual thirteen, and a lot of people said that had a lot to do with Anna Paquin being knocked up okay. at the time. Yeah. So they kind of did a shortened season. Ah. But it's still, it's still True Blood. It's still a kick-ass show. Right. And now it looks like it's, it's not really heavy into the whole, oh, Bill, oh, Eric, oh, who will I sleep with next? Oh. <laughs> as long as they don't kill off Jessica, I'm fine. You know, because Jessica's the hot little redhead, and I'm like, blink, oh, blink, 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 blink. <laughs> So I really won't go into the article then. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, sure. All I mean, of Zeta's is Michael Lombardo, who is the president of HBO Program, says that True Blood remains as a signature show for HBO and the true phenomenon to its with his viewers. So thanks to Brian Bookner and the talented team, the show that continues to thrill like nothing else on TV. So it was a dismet. That was it. <laughs> And now you're like, what? That was that's what I. No, I'm just um, I, I, I you know, nice little jumping logic for me. I was just like, yeah, it's their number one show. Why not? Yeah. You no, know, all right. 
What's next? <laughs> Alan Moore bashes League of Extraordinary Gentlemen oh, TV reboot. God, this guy. Uh, you know what? Okay, for those people who don't know, and if you don't know who Alan Moore is and you're listening to this show, you probably shouldn't be listening to this show. Because <laughs> Alan Moore is is basically, not basically, he is a writer. Yes. He wrote The Watchmen. Yes. He wrote, we call it The Killing Joke, mm-hmm. which was so popular that they incorporated you know, Batgirl from being shot in the back, being paralyzed into Oracle. Yes. Obviously did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which was a shitty movie. A lot of people didn't. I enjoyed it, but a lot of people didn't. Right. But it seems to be like another thing. He also wrote Swamp Thing. Okay. He helped reboot Swamp Thing back in the day. But here's the thing about Alan Moore is that he hates everything, everything that he writes that wants to become a TV or movie. Yeah. There, I've never once seen him say, you know what? That's all right. Yeah. I, I just don't get this guy. I mean... So he, they want to make a TV show on League of Stranger Gentlemen? Yes. All right. So basically, I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase what he said. So he was saying that basically the 2003 adaptation of his comic book being a flop should have told you, even Sean Connery being in this movie should have told you something like, it's not going to work. So why bother making a TV show at all? Okay, number one, I think that the movie has some good merits and some bad merits. I mean, at the time, Sean Connery did it. And he'll be the first... I've seen him in an interview say it this way. He turned down the role of Morpheus. Mm-hmm. He turned down the role as Gandalf. Yeah. Okay? So at this point, he's he gets offered this role in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. On TV, in an, in an interview, it was like, I wanted to do this movie because I've got, I, I let these other two great roles go. Yeah. So if I want to be back in the spotlight as a movie star, i got to have to jump into a franchise. Yeah. So I blew my shot with Matrix because I couldn't understand it. Yeah. I blew my shot with Gandalf because I'm Sean Connery. And I don't want to be tied down to three movies or whatnot. And now here comes League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And he's like, well, let me give this one a shot. Cause, right. you know, so it wasn't really panned that great. I, I enjoyed it. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's why you go to a movie. Yeah. And I never read the comic book, so I don't know how faithful or how unfaithful to the the stuff it was right. so I'm kind of like yeah well alright so they want to do a TV show maybe they can do better I think now you can kind of make it work oh yeah you know, I mean, from what I understand about the series, it was kind of like a James Bondish. You know, we have missions to do right. kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that it work as a weekly show, not as a movie. Right. But Alan Moore's a whack job. I, I, as much as I love his writing, <laughs> you don't want to sit him down. He hated the idea of them doing a Watchmen movie. Yeah. He hates the idea when they did the comic book before Watchmen. They asked him if he wanted to do it, and he was like, No. No. I said everything I had to say. And you guys are just stupid for wanting to do that. And obviously, it's a ploy to make more money. Right. It's like, dude, yeah, and you could ride that gravy train. Right. Stop being an artist. (laughs) (laughs) Stop being an artist. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Okay, so what's next? Next is, that was fast. Kick-Ass 2 director hired to write X-Force movie. Now, those who don't know, X-Men fan films was looking at tracking down domains. And XForceMovie.com was registered by 20th Century Fox not too long ago, about a month ago, maybe a few weeks ago. Okay. So everybody kind of was like, maybe there's going to be an X-Force movie, who knows? And they weren't sure, but now they're saying, yeah, there's definitely going to be a movie, and we have the Kick-Ass 2 director to write it. You know, it's funny. I saw an article that was real quick Mm -hmm. about who was going to be in this version of the X-Force. 
Did they go into the article? Well, basically, they say that they're going into the 90s series, which was a uh, uh, person of the series is uh, Cable, which is in uh, future X-Men, and uh, Deadpool's in the series as well. Uh, okay, I'm looking at the article, and it says, he's heard it will likely focus on the popular 90s version of the team, which led by characters Cable and also featured Deadpool. Yes. That was, okay, that was Friday mm-hmm. of last week. Yeah. The most recent one I saw was that Deadpool's not in it. It's going to be Domino, Cable, right. Forge, yeah. Cyclops, uh-huh. and there was another guy, Dr. Morbius, Dr. Somebody. It wasn't Dr. Morbius, it was some, another doctor from yeah. the X-Men. But it, there was no mention of Deadpool, and even people were going like, well, what about Deadpool? He was in X-Force. And some people are going, really, these guys? But I'm also thinking it worked for Iron Man. Yeah. You know, why can't it work for these guys? I mean, I liked, I always liked Domino. Yeah. I thought she was an interesting character. Okay, Cable might be a little difficult to kind of translate because he is supposed to be from the future. Yeah. And also Scott and Jean's kid. Yeah. So it's kind of like, all right. I, and I always loved Forge. Yeah. Forge was one of the, he was the, he was the X-Men that could make anything. Right. He can manipulate any kind of technology to for his advantage right. or the X-Men advantage. Yeah, and I was like, that actually for me was a practical <laughs> mutant ability. Right. It was like, okay, I don't have to save the world because I can just beat shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, they did say that the film will assuredly fit the Brian Singer community of X-Men film and the success of Wolverine and X-Men's Days of Future Past will go likely go determining how the project will like work. So, so basically, if those two movies don't make money, X-Force isn't going to be made. Right. You know, but when Days of Future Past comes out next year, doesn't next it? Next year, yeah, 2014. Right. So you got two years at least before they kind of even make a determination of whether or not X-Force is going to be a movie. Exactly. So, don't hold your breath, kids. I, I mean, I'm sure the other two movies will make money, but by then, is X-Force going to be a, a viable source of film? Right. Yeah, we'll see. And what's next, Ed? Next is, holy plot twist. Kid Rob's fair, dressed as Batman, turns himself in. <laughs> so, he's kind of like Two-Face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the good news is, the kid dressed as Batman and caught a thief. The bad news is, the kid was the thief. Oops. Womp, 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 boom. <laughs> At a Colorado State Fair, 16-year-old dressed as Batman, shirt and mask, robbed the fair's VIP building of TVs, a laptop, and an empty cash register. An empty cash register? Yeah. Really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, okay, you think you kind of opened it up first to go, oh, there's nothing in here, let me just take it anyway? <laughs> People buy anything on eBay. Come on, take it. <laughs> to the Batcave. We'll sell all this shit and make a mint. How do you think Bruce Wayne supply keeps it up? <laughs> he and along two others were such inept criminals, they apparently locked themselves inside the building they were stealing from, forcing them to break out. (laughs) (laughs) Holy mackerel. Shortly after, the local news reported the crime, and they were included the likeness of the kid dressed as Batman. It wasn't long afterward. (laughs) Okay, hold on. When they they, they did a likeness of him, was it that image from the... What do you call it? <laughs> From Batman, the Tim Burton Batman, when they were talking about the Batman and they had the guy. Remember that visual? Yeah. They were like, hey, is this your guy? And he's just a giant bat. He's a bat in a, in a suit. Yeah, in a suit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's what you like. Drew a likeness. It's Batman. <laughs> Sorry, what else? Shortly after the Luke News reported the crime, they also included the likeness and dressed as Batman. It wasn't long afterward that the kid, fearing the consequences of remaining in hiding, decided to turn himself in. 
So if it wasn't on the news, he'd never would have turned himself <laughs> That's in. That's right. Because there was no sense of consequences for not, if it didn't make the news, it didn't happen. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> he would have got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> would have got away with it. Too, was a pesky newscaster. <laughs> like, come on. Like, because the whole idea is like, it's okay to steal if you don't get caught. Yeah. <laughs> like, cop didn't see it. I didn't do, do it. it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. It was reported on the news <laughs> that I was wearing a mask and a Batman shirt. <laughs> and my two cohorts... Robin and Batgirl. <laughs> yeah. You just don't understand. I need this. Let's break in, Robin. Where you know what? We don't win. Oh, we're going out. Click. We need to get out. What are you doing locked? How can you lock yourself in a room? That's my thing. I was like, that's the yeah. That's the question I have to ask him. Like, like, what kind of lock was it? I mean, if it just just if he couldn't open it, I'm sure there's a locking mechanism there, right, to be able to kind of open it up. But these morons are like, I don't know. How do we get in? We just walked in the door. Well, then who locked the door? Must have just locked on itself. Okay, I'd be like, you know what? That carnival is haunted. There's ghost. Let's talk. Call Scooby and the gang. Ruh, ruh, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and finally, uh, in. No, not finally. Not finally? Nope. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Zachary Quinto spills the beans on how soon Trek 3 could start filming. Mr. Spock himself, Zachary Quinto, has hinted Star Trek 3 could begin filming as early as next year. Okay. <laughs> Yay. That's good news. With the not-too-shabby box office draw of more than $444 million worldwide, it's a perfect normal for Paramount to be looking ahead at the beloved sci-fi franchise and get production on the sequel working in full warp speed. So, there you go. Okay, the only problem is is that isn't J.J. Abrams supposed to be filming, I don't know, a little thing called Star Wars Episode Seven? Yes. It's somewhere in here? Yes. To be released by 2015? Yeah. So he's going to be able to squeeze in that movie and another Star Trek? Yes. That's what it sounds like. All right. You know what? J.J. Abrams, he's the man. I, I trust him. You know, unless he... I don't... I know Zach is maybe just trying to keep that to keep the buzz going. Yeah. You know, to keep people coming. You know, he's being paid by Paramount and... Probably won't be in Star Trek. I mean, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm already getting confused. JJ, what are you doing to me? Well, he did tell the audience that he did not want to be in, in Episode Seven, but he would like to be on the Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. So. You know, it makes sense though, because you know, with with what's his face is uh, Sheldon's love for, for for Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. It'd be nice to have Leonard Nimoy and him on on an episode together. Yeah, that'd be funny. Funny, haha. <laughs> All right, what's next? And finally. Little-known sci-fi fact, why Stan Lee put a hyphen in Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, I read this story, and I read it a couple times because I just find it so endearing and so funny, how man is 90 years old. Yeah. And he still is the funniest, sharpest fucking man on the planet Earth. <laughs> I mean, it is amazing. Yeah. How just, you know, it's great. So do you want to... Well, I'll let you go ahead since okay. you're so excited about this one. All right. I will try to do it in a semi-Stan Lee voice here. A number of Ubergraders have asked me if there's a hyphen in Spidey's name. It is Spider-Man. Is it Spider-Man or Spider-Man? Stay tuned. <laughs> now, this, of course, is all on his Twitter feed, so obviously, like, two minutes later, you probably wrote this. 
Spidey's official name has a hyphen, Spider-Man. Know why? When I first dreamed him up, I didn't want anyone confusing him with Sp- Superman. <laughs> That's kind of Sam Stanley-esque. Yeah. Lots of people forget the hyphen in Spidey's name. Even bullpen letters sometimes forget it. They'll never make sergeant in my brigade. <laughs> and he also, also tweets, It's tough being perfect. A missing hyphen can ruin my day. It's amazing how I can be so sensitive and yet so incredibly macho. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, gotta sign off now. I just read a fan letter in which the writer used a comma instead of a semicolon. I'm too upset to go on. Excelsior. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in a way, it makes sense, though, because, I mean, back when Superman was around, you know, Obviously, he was around before Spider-Man. Yeah. So when you create Spider-Man with red and blue tights. Yeah, it said in the 60s when he was creating it, he didn't want to be glossed over because the comics would have been in the same rack. And they were both in the yellow and red color genre of their suits. So he thought maybe that they everybody looking at it and they wouldn't see Spider-Man because they would be, just see a look like a full rack of Superman comics. Right, gotcha. So, so he had to make it stand out. Right. So that's why the hyphen... But then again, also, they also wrote it in the web kind of font where yeah. there's Spider-Man and webbing and shit. So, yeah, yeah all right, whatever. <laughs> hey, look, Stan, you, you're, whatever you say is fine by me. <laughs> you can do no wrong. Right. You could sit there and go, I don't want all of you to just hate everybody else. And I'd be like, okay, Stan says it. <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> So uh, I think it's time for a, a movie. No, no, I was I was going to say, say we haven't done this in a while, and I'm, I think it's time for to, to bring it back. Is Sean's movie reviews? Yes, uh, we did kind of just basically neglect it because we're forgetting it. Yeah, <laughs> as people who have heard previous episodes, yes. Sundays Sunday afternoon is usually the time where I spend time with my dad. I mm-hmm. spend time a lot of time with my dad, but we go out specifically to the movies, right? And we, we religiously see a movie, a new movie every week. Yes, so. There's not a time where it doesn't go by where Sunday is going, okay, what are we saying? This week's movie, Pacific Rim. Wow. <sighs> I, I got to say, Guillermo del Toro, who was the director, mm-hmm. he's got to be the best kid that makes movies out there. He kind of reminds me of how Steven Spielberg used to be as far as taking a concept so childlike right. and be able to make it awesome. <laughs> I mean, what's better than giant robots Punching giant monsters in the face. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It could have been a train wreck, mm-hmm. but it's Toro. So I mean, he. I loved. I think almost all of his films. Right. Even. Uh, Pan's Lanth. Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Yeah. Which is completely foreign. I have to read it, but I don't care because it's so visually stunning. Yeah. You know, and even when he was back, supposedly going to be directing the Hobbit movies, mm-hmm. I was like, I-, I could see that work. Yeah. You know, but this movie was. Just really good. I mean, this is the reason why I say you go to the movies. A little over two hours. There's a little romance story in it. Very little. Okay. It's basically giant robots beating the shit out of giant monsters. Yeah. And it works. I mean, Charlie Day is in it from... So you think it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And the character he plays, it would be... For those who are fans of that show, you know how Charlie is an idiot. Yeah. Well, imagine if Charlie had a brain. This would be him because he's still quirky. He has those, those Charlie-esque mannerisms. Yeah. But he's super smart. He's a scientist. <laughs> so it's very funny. Ron Perlman's in it. Okay. And he, you know, he's always good. You know? Yeah. And I got to say, Idris Elba 
He's okay. in it. Okay. For those people who might not know who he is, again, welcome to Planet Earth. He was, I always forget the character's name in Thor. He was the gatekeeper. Oh, yeah. He was also in, he got most notoriety through The Wire. Okay. He's also in the British uh, series called Luther. Okay. And he was also in Prometheus. He was the captain of the ship. Okay. But Idris Alba has got to be England's answer to our Samuel L. Jackson. Really? Because he is just so good in everything he is. And he plays kind of like a, a, a military guy. And just some of his mannerisms and some of how he acts. Like, okay, the thing about Samuel L. Jackson is you want to be always be on his good side. Right. Because you just imagine what how he would be if he flipped by, out. Flipped out. Yeah. Idris Alva is so... I, I would love to see a movie where he just goes completely psycho. Samuel L. Jackson and Idris Alba should do a movie together. Right. Because they are so good. And he is, knocks it out of the park. I mean, people who've probably seen the commercial where he goes, Today, we canceling the apocalypse. <laughs> There's a little longer speech that I say rivals the motivational speech from Independence Day. Wow. I mean, even I'm in the audience going, Fuck them giant monsters up. Let's go. <laughs> let, me, let me throw something at the screen. Let me get involved. Because I was like, where do I sign up for this? Because <laughs> it was he was just so good. And he's like. <laughs> oh, man. That's how good it was. It's just like, what? Huh? Sign me up. Let me punch somebody right in the face. You, you know that you have to get up early in the morning. And I don't care. <laughs> do I? Don't. I don't care. Well, okay. See, army training. I don't. I don't mind that. Okay. But, and actually, you really didn't need a lot of army training. What's inside the giant robot? Yeah. Okay. Simple plot without spoilers. People look out in space to figure aliens. Well, actually, the aliens are from inner space, okay. on deep under the ocean. Right. And these giant monsters are coming up, and you, you know, through the course of the movie, you find out what they're doing there. Okay. And they kind of devastate the world. Right. So it's kind of like almost post-apocalyptic because they they can't really find ways to beat these guys and when they do another one comes back like certain like after certain months okay but the idea about the guys in the giant suits is there's two pilots because there's so much stuff going on in that suit and you doing it yeah really kind of a lot of people have died trying to do it by themselves so what they they've come across kind of like a neural link between you and your partner so you're kind of linked together as one brain to be able to work the robot Okay. You know, and that's kind of how it really works. I mean, you know, and then the two of them, that's why you see the commercial with the two guys walking together side by side to make the robot walk. Yeah. So, like, let's say you and I were in a giant robot suit. Yeah. The left side of your brain would be handling the left side of the robot. Okay. The right side of my brain would be handling the right side. Yeah. But those two halves are linked together to make one giant brain. Okay. That's why you'll see a lot of simultaneous movements. But I I don't care. I, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm on that ride. Once you buy into that concept, all you really care about is giant monsters, giant robots. Okay. And it doesn't disappoint. All right. Like, all the characters are great. They kind of have, like, the little bulldog mascot, one guy, you know. And it's not just, like, an American movie. This is an, a, a world movie because there's a, a Russian robot. Okay. There's a, a, a Jap- Japanese robot, right. m- you know, run by Japanese guys, yeah. Russian guys, Australian guys, and Americans. Okay. So they all kind of like, because now it's one big giant world order to try to fight these monsters. Yeah. And each giant robot has like their own like little personalities, which are really nice. Like the Japanese guys has like three arms and they're, yeah, (laughs) you know, the Russian guys, well, it's a a guy girl combo, but they're kind of like the, the muscle, like the, the brawler. Right. 
the Australian guys are kind of like another brawler, but they're a different style. And the American guys kind of like the hot shot, like, woohoo! <laughs> like the, we call it maverick of <laughs> giant <laughs> robots. <laughs> but of course, he learns along the way, you know, something devastating happens, and then he has to learn to pick himself up and overcome. Yeah, yeah. that whole big thing. Yeah. And then Idris Alba's got his story, and then the guy's partner's got her story. It's, it's, and they all kind of mesh real together, but he doesn't spend a lot of time focusing on those people. Right. Like, there's moments where you're just watching these guys go at it, and you're just like, this is why I'm at a movie. Yeah. Just to see the, the, the visual effects, the action, knowing everything I'm seeing on the screen has been all made up in a computer. Yeah. And you're just still going, oh, I want to play a video game of that. I want to buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray. I want a sequel, like, right now. That's how good this movie was. It was just so much fun. All right. So that was Sean's movie review. This and next week, I'm going to tease next week because I already know what I'm seeing. Oh, okay. What are you seeing? I'm going to see Ribs Two. All right. The Bruce Willis, Helen Mirren, John Malkovich, Anthony Hopkins joint, joint, joint. Yo, what's up? Dropping this week. <laughs> Only problem is, and is that I was watching TV. Yeah. And those people who do promotions. Yeah. Fucked up the movie for me. Really. They they gave a spoiler in the commercials. Did they? Yeah, big a big spoiler. And I was just like, "You sons of bitches!" You gonna share it or no? Okay, no, because I'm not that person. All right. I went into that movie and I was like, oh, "I want to see this movie. This looks great." And then I see the commercial. I'm like, "Well, that I would like to have found out I was while I was watching the movie, not in a 30 second commercial." Yeah. Dicks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, but it's got Captain Zeta Jones in, and she's looking hot. Helen Mirren's dual wielding pistols while she's in a passenger of a car yeah. shooting out both windows and I'm like fuck yeah <laughs> shoot him in the head <laughs> and the, the Asian guy who played um, what's the I'm so bad you got snake eyes and who's the the white ninja uh, white shadow or not white shadow <laughs> <laughs> uh, sh- I think a shadow is in there yeah but storm shadow storm shadow yeah the guy who played him is, is, is in it too and it looked like again it looks like a bunch of fun yeah. So I, I'm gonna Dad and I are gonna see that this weekend. Good. So I will you know so tune in next week, kids, for Sean's Reds Two movie review. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you know what time it is now, don't you? Ding ding. <laughs> it's time for catfish corner. Catfish corner is place to be. <laughs> So come along and ride with me. Catfish Corner, you hear? Yeehaw! <laughs> I want to start off by saying that we were thinking about last week, because after last week's episode, we weren't really too impressed with Catfish. Oh, okay. Because it was lackluster. But then we saw this episode, <sighs> and we was like, no, we got to talk about this. Yeah, well, basically what's coming down to, folks, is that every week we don't want to be known as the Catfish Guys. Yeah. You know, so a lot of the shows are basically the same setup. Guy or girl gets suckered into having a relationship with somebody else online. Oh, look at this. They're not the right person. Right. So some of them were kind of like lackluster. Like I thought last last week's, while interesting, yeah. really wasn't kind of like a, oh my God, did you, what a fucking idiot. Yeah. It was more like, yeah, yeah, we know where this is going. He's not the guy. You're a guy. Okay, it's a gay relationship. You cry a lot. You don't understand what's going on. Maybe you're friends at the end. Right. That's kind of how it is. And I was I, I was kind of phoning it in last week. Yeah. <laughs> but this week, holy crap. This week is the reason why we started doing yeah. Catfish. It's those what the fuck moments. Yes. So who was it this week, Ed? 
First off, it was Ramon who contacted Neve and Max to uh, find out of his relationship. He was in love with Pablo, and he went... Paolo. 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 Yes. Uh, and Paolo, and she was gorgeous. <laughs> <sighs> Let's just put it out there. Let me get you the tissue here to wipe off. No, no, no the, the drool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, the moment you saw her, you're just like, he's 19. Yeah. And she was supposed to be, like, I think, like, 20. Yeah. And the moment you see her, I mean, I'm, I was like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right. She's hot. Yeah. All right. I know it's a lie. It's got to be a lie because <laughs> no way does that guy deserve that girl. <laughs> no way. He's like a six. She's being a Being nice. <laughs> she's, she's 12. That's being generous. More like 15 on a five scale. <laughs> five scale. <laughs> you miss her one to five. No way. Okay. She was a 15. Easily. Easily. <laughs> so, you know, Neve and Max kind of do the whole, okay, well, let's go fly out and talk to the kid. Right. So they went to Bullhead, Arizona. That's where he's living. Yes, and she's from Florida. Florida. Deltona. Florida. Yes. So you're looking at a nice plane ride. Yeah, six hour, six and a half hour flight. Roughly. Yeah. Maybe five, five and a half. Yeah, yeah. somewhere around there. So, yeah. So they meet him. They sit him down. And what's his story, Ed? What's his story? He met her on Facebook. Uh, of course. Commented. They just started talking. Oh. And it got more and more. And they they were in love. Blinky, blinky. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and he did say that they Skyped once. Oh, way to bury the lead, dude. Uh, you forgot the whole, like, you know, they were talking for how, many, how long were they going together? Seven months? Seven months. Seven months of online bliss. Yes. So now, in their cons, in their talking... Yes. What happens, Ed? Oh, she said that her phone was getting shut off, so he would pay the bill. What? Yes. And then he bought her a Wii. <sighs> and then he gave her a one of those prepaid cards, uh, Visa cards, and kept putting money on okay. it. Okay. Now, at this point, yes. I'm, I'm with the kid. Right. She's hot. Yes. Here's my bank account. Right. Like, I mean, and, that, and he did that, by yes. the way. Yes. Yes, he did do that. It was like, here's my account number. Go spend money, kind of thing, and I was like, "All right, I can buy that." Like, I mean, even I've been like, "I'm, I'm look, I'm watching a show, digging in my pockets, going, how much does she need?" You know? It's not a lie. It was because she was gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, anyway, sorry. Yeah, so it's like, oh, so here's some money. Let me pay. I think at one point we saw on this on this show was like a hundred and forty five dollar phone phone bill. Phone yeah, bill. Yeah. Okay, I'll pay for that. Uh, here's a Wii. Like I don't know if they ever t- they didn't discuss whether it was a gift or whether they talked about it or yeah, or they, what. yeah. It's just I just gave her a Wii. That's that's what his but, statement was. Right. right. Depending on the what version of the Wii, it's either two hundred fifty bucks or three hundred fifty bucks. Right. But let's go low. Let's say the two hundred fifty bucks one. Right. It's close to four or five hundred bucks at this point. Mm-hmm. And then Max, being Max, yeah, is like what? <laughs> like I swear, sometimes I think he 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 just wants to go. Okay, cut for a second. Turn off the camera and just. Backhand this guy. <laughs> what were you thinking? Because they finally asked him, well, well, how much money did you get? And, of course, he was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, a couple thousand dollars. What? <laughs> yes. And both Max and Eve were shocked. And I think we were shocked as well. <laughs> so I was not only shocked but appalled. I'm going, how the hell did a 19-year-old guy get two grand? Yeah. To be able to send to another chick. Granted, hot chick. 
But come on, now, that's that's two thousand dollars you could have spent flying out there. Right, and the, and the thing for me was is that he had, did have a job. He was working at a casino in the kitchen from ten p.m. to six in the morning. So he was working the graveyard shift at a casino. So it must be a hell of a job. Like it, it's just horrible. It's got to suck because it's a it's it's nine times out of ten. It's probably going to be a lot of room service. Yeah. Dishes, so you probably have to deal with a lot of shit. Right. You know. Not to mention, it's a casino, so you probably got those restaurants that are working 24-7. Yes. So it's definitely a thankless job. Right. You know, so he works the graveyard shift, and he comes home, and there's this hottie waiting for him at home. Right. You know, like, granted, online. it's online. Yeah. You know, but at least it's some comfort. Maybe, like, through those long nights where you're just kind of numb because you're the graveyard shift. Right. It's that pretty face kind of going, oh, but I love you, baby. Yeah. yeah I love you, too. Oh, oh. You yeah. know? <laughs> This is where the problem me going. I wonder if they had like you know like phone sex or stuff, or like texting sex. Like were they sexting? Because <laughs> you know what, he's nineteen years old. Yeah, they know they never brought it that up in the show. I mean, they I, usually do. Sometimes I usually find a message or whatever. They're I, like, oh, you're sexting them, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I would assume he's nineteen. She's hot. Yeah, there's got to be some spankage going on. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's what do you call it? How can I put it um, politely? He's. Uh, Trying to roll some sevens, if you get what I'm saying, huh? Huh? Yeah, he shake the die. Yeah? No snake eyes. No snake eyes. Yeah. I think it's been coming up snake eyes. <laughs> Poor guy. Yes. <sighs> so they go and investigate. That's the next step. Always the next step. Yep. Let's go take a look. Well, actually, they also do the whole, like, hey, well, she have an Instagram. Because that's I, this is why I love the social media aspect. Yeah. Is because not only can you look through Facebook, but they have Instagram, Twitter. So there's a plethora of, of stuff out there. So if you're smart enough, you can look. Right. You don't need Neve and Max to do your investigation for you. Right. If you have half a brain, you can do it yourself. Stuff, right, yeah. But this guy, Ramon, I mean... I'm going to keep going back to this. He's 19. So he's all hormones. Yeah. Oh, and again, hottie. Right. I'm in my 40s, and I'm just going, yeah, I can get it. <laughs> dude, I, can, I feel for you. I understand your Yeah, I, I, dude, yeah, here's my wallet. <laughs> you know, like, I got nothing, but it's yours. <laughs> Here's the keys to my car. Because <laughs> that's the thing, he didn't have a car either. That's, that's right, yes. Yeah, yeah. So his dad was driving him everywhere for his job and all. So. And this is not the first time I've heard this on the show, was that he he wants to get out of that town so bad. Right. He's 19, he, apparently he doesn't have any friends, you find out later. Yeah. Spoiler. Big shocker. All right. No friends to hang out with because he's working at night. So yeah. he can't hang out with his friends at night. Yeah. And then there's all his friends are probably at work during the day. Yeah. Or still in school because he was just kind of fresh out of high school. Right. So he has no car. He want, he desperately wants to get out of town. And he looks at this gorgeous knockout of a woman. Right. Saying, I'm interested in you. I love you. I'm out in Florida. So he's thinking my life is going to change if I could just hold her. Right. <laughs> uh, here's some money I love you let's get it on right <laughs> right so now the boys their investigation work yes and what happens well they find out that the Instagram had hola Apollo instead of Paulo so they checked that out and they found the actual Facebook page of Paulo Provost is the actual name of the person yes so they insta Facebooked her, messaged her, let her know we want to talk to you. You know, can can we you know communicate with you? The next day they do. They uh, do a face to face live is, Skype. Oh, and again, total hottie. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying this over and over again. 
Mama Moosh was she hot. <laughs> now, of course, they ask her, do you know Ramon? And they're like, no, I'm already in a relationship with somebody else. And, and the case me is when you see the episode, because I highly recommend seeing this episode, just because you guys see if she's as high as I say she is, yeah. which she is. But she also has this look of like when they say that there's a girl, that this guy's having a relationship with you, but it's not you. Like, yeah. you know, it's kind of like somebody's been stealing your images and using it as a Facebook account to have this relationship with this guy. And the look on her face was just like, number one, she didn't look shocked. Yeah. So it was probably not the first time she's heard that. Yeah. But she also kind of handled like a, yeah. Yeah. Like, great. <laughs> she's like, awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, like I could, you could just tell this wasn't her first time. Yeah. <laughs> So they do the old, well, can you leave him? Which, again, I love this little twist on the show. Yeah. Is the, here's the real person, and here's a video message. Right. No one ever goes, wait, so the girl I'm not talking to is fake. You talk to the real girl, and you don't try hooking me up? <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, she's got a boyfriend. I don't care. Let me just talk to her. I'm on MTV now. Yeah, I'm a star. Star. Yeah, come on, dude. Like, hook me up. Hook a butter up. <laughs> but what? Let me just talk to her face to face. Come on, just one. Come on. You know? Like, let me see her. Let me, like, you know, like, I would love to see that moment where you just, like, you have her in the screen and Ramon just drooling. Yeah. Going, oh, you're her. And her going, yeah, I got a boyfriend. I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, thanks for spanking me. Because I know you are. You're like, <laughs> 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 like, way to go, champ. All those destroyed children in a tissue somewhere. Thanks. All because of this face. Thanks, laptop. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Keep rolling that seven. <laughs> Keep rolling those snake eyes. So, they show it to him. Right. And, of course, he's heartbroken. Yes. Well, now, here's the kicker, too. We kind of forgot the whole... He apparently, at one point, did Skype with... Yes. ...who he thought was Paolo. Right. And the girl showed, like, her forehead... Yeah. ...and then kind of down... Yeah. ...and back up, like, real quick. Yeah. And it was the old, oh, that wasn't me, that was my cousin. Right. And I just wanted to see how faithful you were, if you would still love me, even if I look like this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, in all fairness, if Paolo was a 15, this girl's got to be a 5. Wow, that's being generous. All right, well, I am being generous because I believe that there's, there's beauty in everybody. Yeah. Wasn't my type of girl. No. Just, she was not, just not my type of girl. No. I'm not going to insult her because. Right. yeah, it's true. We shouldn't do that. You know, sometimes the DNA swirls one way and you look hot, swirl it the other way and you get not so hot. Right. You know, but when you look at who the kid thinks he's talking to. Right. Versus the person he's actually talking to, it is 180 degrees. Right. Wow, is it 180 degrees? Yeah. I mean, it's enough to make a guy just go, oh, why are you even bother? I'm going to go suck cock for a living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And sorry. I mean, oh. that just got to be just completely defeating. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, write me a letter. <laughs> so he kind of sees her. But his head is so enamored with the vision of the real Paolo. Right. That he is completely oblivious. Yes. He buys into it. That's her cousin. Right. All right. It's plausible. Yeah. You know, girls do stupid shit like that. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure there's probably a guy or two out there that's done it too. But in my case, in most cases, and in my case a couple times when I was younger, it was... 
that wasn't me. That was my friend. Yeah. Kind of thing. And you're just like, why would you do that? Right. That's just cruel. Yeah. Like, you know, because I wanted to test your my, your loyalty to me. I'm like, well, if you need to test that, then I, I don't, why do I need you? Right. This guy is so blinded by love. Yeah. So they, of course, Sickening. they ask, what do you want to do next? And he goes, I want to meet this girl face to face, look her in the eyes. And ask her why she's been lying to me. Yep. You know? So, Dave goes, all right, I'm going to give her a call. Uh Now, he goes outside like he does. He always goes away from the the people so they don't hear the conversation going on. Yes. He calls the girl. And while he's calling the girl, of course, they have the the camera view looking into the restaurant that he's in, staring at this laptop of the real Paolo over and over again. And it was even like the cut footage. Apparently, like, you know, they have... Her doing the whole, sorry, dude, you've been spanking it to the wrong girl. Right. And then it's the kind of whole conversation that you have leading up to that moment. Right. So he's watching this, and you can just see, like, nothing in his eyes. Just going, he loves that girl. Right. Like, that girl that's on the screen is the woman he loves. Yeah. It was like, dude, but it's not her. Right. Everything the girl was saying is still probably true. It's just not coming out of that face. Right. So let's be honest. Come yeah. on. Like, what kind of man are you going to be accepting or not? Or shallow? Right. So what does the girl on the phone say? You know, of course, Neve goes, well, I think you guys should meet face to face. You know, what do you think of that? And she goes, well, I have to clear my schedule because I work two jobs. Which brings up a question to me. was like, wait, she has two jobs. Then why does she need money? Yeah, well, you know, like yeah, kind of, yeah. So I was like, all right. You, you, know, do, you do kind of feel like there is that little, like, okay, well, she's just sucking the money out of them? Or yeah, maybe, you know. You know, that's what I was thinking. Maybe she's trying to just get extra cash just to... Right. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, your your phone bill for the month was 145 bucks. Maybe you should look into a different plan. Right. Like, I mean, I'm willing to bet that most of that money is being spent texting him. Yeah. So maybe he feels partly responsible. Right. So, I mean, if anything, I'd be more inclined to go, I'll split the bill with you since you are paying, since it is me you're killing that time with. Right, right. If you want to be nice, not just go, I'll pay it, and then here's a wee and then here's two grand. Right. Yeah. You know. Of course, you know, she was saying to Neve, because Neve's like, well, I think you guys should meet. You know, he, he's got to meet this person and kind of move on. He's at a, in a place that he's just so down and, you know, unhappy and he wants to meet you and that kind of thing. So she's like, but you don't know the whole story. I don't want to hurt him. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So you're kind of thinking, well, why are you saying this? But okay. So she goes, you know what? I'll clear my schedule and I'll meet you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, at this point of the show, I'm always thinking, I'm Mr. I want to see behind the scenes guy. Like, I've already, I'm invested in the show, but I am totally interested in how they do the show. Yeah. Because I, there's got to be footage out there of them doing at least the setup with the person who says, Dear Neve and Max, can you help me out? And them going, Okay. How many times do they have call that person and they go, This guy wants to meet you? No, I've been lying. Fuck you, click. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many times has that happened to them? Right. You know, or how Because it just seems to be like, oh, conveniently they say yes. Well, I'm sure there's probably tons of footage of them going, okay, well, this isn't worth look checking out. Or here, if you were paying more attention, you would notice here's a lies and let's go right. call this person. You know, and then like being real over real quick. Right. Those are the episodes. Like, those are like. Because in the promo for this, for this episode before, like the week before, he's standing there out there talking on the phone. And then all of a sudden you hear beep, beep, beep. And she goes, did he, she just hang up on me? Like, that's what right. I thought. Like, like she hung up. That's why I was kind of thinking, like, that was happening. But that didn't happen in the show. Yeah, so, it called selective editing. Right. Kind of hook you in with the trailer and then change it when you're watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. So do I. 
So they go to Florida. They go to Deltona, Florida. They fly. Yes. <laughs> and they, of course, they get there. And the next day, they go over to the house. They knock on the door. And this girl comes out that is not Paolo. So not Paolo. Yes. And this is Lloyda. Yes. Now, we, we already knew the name because that was the cousin. That's the, the, you yes. know, the claim to be the cousin is Lloyda. The old, that's not me, it's my cousin, Lloyda. Right. And, of course, who answers the door? Lloyda. Right. And right away, she just cops to it. Yeah, she's like, she's like, hi, Ramon. Like, she knows who he is and, you know, not like, you know, like, what are you guys doing here? Like, sorry. Like, what? Yeah. Huh? My cousin, she's out. No, it was just, yeah, it's me. So Ramon's like, well, we have a lot to talk about. I have a lot of a lot of things I want to say. And, of course, the first question, why did you do it? You know, why, why did you create that profile? And, of course, her response, which, you know, I think kind of angered people was, I was bored, and I just wanted to create a different profile. I, I, I don't. That's where I, that's where they always lose me. Yeah, and and the thing was, like Neve kind of gets on the defensive about it. Like you could tell he was kind of ticked because he was like, "Well, you know, of course we flew all this way. You know, we meet you face to face. We want to know answers. Like that's what we came for. Yeah, you know, I, kind of thing." So she, she, so he's like, can we come in? Can we sit down and talk about this? She's like, yeah, sure, come on in. She <laughs> lets everybody in, you know. Yeah. You know, they get into the start questioning everything. Right. You and, know, and, and, and Neve, to his credit, Neve is the optimist. He always thinks that okay, despite the lie, there obviously is some sort of a bond between the two of you. Right. If you guys can't look past the lie. There's at least some basis of a friendship there, right? Because it's been seven months, and that maybe that there's a there's a connection, right? Because she did say, "I love him, yes, I care about him, I didn't want to hurt him, I didn't mean to have a relationship when I made this account. I was bored, I did it, I met him, we were talking, and I fell in love with him, yes." And you, and that's how most of the time it does work. Go it that way. It isn't just like, except for that one episode where the girl's like, "No, nah, I just did it the fuck with her," right? <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. It, this was more like I didn't mean to fall in love, and I did, and I'm sorry. I right. should never have kept the lie going. But, but she said, "I've been honest with you, Ramon. I came clean multiple times, not just once." Dun dun dun. So of course he goes, "Yeah, Ramon." <laughs> and Max just the hand comes up like it was the back hand's gonna hit him right in the back of the head. <laughs> he drops the camera and they, they had the shot of him of the camera the the camera literally almost falling to the floor of him going, What? Yes. And even Neve is like, What? Yeah. Wait, well you knew about this? Yeah. And, and she goes, Yeah, he's probably using a selective memory and how he remembers things, you know. And she goes, I I was trying to be honest with him and he was all depressed. He just kept texting me saying you know, is this a lie? Please let this be a lie. And all these sad faces. He goes, I, should, I didn't want to hurt him. So I so I said, yeah, it was. I was just testing you and, you know. So Yeah, so basically she was. Enabling. She, she was enabling the lie for this kid to kind of be all enamored with the real Paolo. Yeah. And not not realizing that the girl he's now talking to, Loida, he, she even said he called her by her real her name. name. Yeah. He was able to make the distinction that. Okay. He acknowledged her. Yes. You know, that she really existed, that this is the girl, you know. But so blinded by, again, 
hot girl. Yeah. I can understand your infatuation with her. I can understand how you're falling in love with that face, with those words, the whole Cyrano de Bergerac thing going on. Right, yeah. But in the end, let's face it, buddy, you love the hot chick, and you're not interested in the overweight, not attractive chick. Right. You know... That's what it comes down to. And you, yourself, didn't want to admit that. So you talked yourself into wanting it to be a lie so you can still have those conversations with her Mm -hmm. while looking at that face. Yeah. I don't understand. Then why do the catfish? Why talk to Neve and Max? Like, were you so confused at being torn apart? Like, did you need proof that badly? Like, you kind of already knew going in it was Lloyda. Right. Did you just need complete 100% confirmation probably yeah she says it's me but then it's he cries and bitches no it can't be you tell me it's a lie tell me fine you're right I'm lying yeah you're enabling him right you know so he's he's just so blinded by that picture <laughs> that that's the answer there's Pictures, no other there's a bunch of them right there's no other answer for it and that's the way he's perceiving it and he's I'm, I don't know what he was thinking like they were going to fly there and all of a sudden she was going to produce Paolo. Like, she or, was going to kidnap her and say, yeah, here she or, is. Or maybe that maybe Paolo really is her cousin and she's going to talk her into showing up. Like, right. yeah. like dude, come on. Right. You're, you're, you're reaching and you're, you're, I you're mean, reaching badly. I understand, you know, we want every cloud to have a silver lining, but whew, yeah, there was no happy ending for you in this. Right. And the fact that you even knew going in just makes it worse. Right. So he now decides... We got to go. And he takes off of the car. He <laughs> follows in suit. In all fairness, like, well, okay, they also did bring up the stuff like, well, I gave you all this money. And she's like, well, don't you think I feel bad about that? Yeah. Like, if you want it, here it is. I have to look at this shit all day, every day knowing that I did this, yeah. that, that you did this. If you want it, here it is, like, right. kind of deal. You know, so you, it really was kind of like almost like a switch in a way because you're kind of going in going, she's a liar, let's burn the witch. Right. To a point where you're just going, what? Right. You want to just, like, I swear, Max had to have fought the urge to hit him over the head with his camera. Yeah. Because it was just how pissed off he was. And right. poor Neve, I mean, he looked like an idiot. Right. Uh, you know, and this, I kind of hope that this episode is a good barometer for Neve to kind of double-check his facts, too, in a way. Yeah. Like, to make sure that the person they're going into... Because, I mean, let's face it. You're being paid by MTV to do the show. Right. And if you start looking like an ass every time you show up to these places, MTV is going to be like, dude, <laughs> right. come on. Unless, unless the ratings are off through the roof. Yeah, <laughs> there is that. I mean... <laughs> We've got another idiot moment for you there, Neve. Yeah, <laughs> and right. Neve's Irish rolls are the best. It's yeah. just kind of like the roll in the back of like, Jesus Christ, what the hell? Like, you just see that constant look of you got to be kidding me right. on his face. <laughs> so, of course, Neve and Ramon's in the car. And Neve says to him, now, like, when this airs, you're going to look pretty bad. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And he was just like, I had to know. I had to know the truth. And it was just like, but you knew, knew the, the truth. truth. Right. right. And you're like, I don't get it. Like, you knew the truth, but you just didn't want it. You denied it so much that every time that she felt bad and she kept going, you're right, I'm lying. Right. Like, like you were torturing yourself. Yeah. In a way. But, again, she was no help by, you know... Enabling she, it, yeah. She was enabling it and just going, no, this is me. You know it is me. You either accept it and move, and we can get past it, or don't talk to me again. Right. But she... Well, that's the thing. Max is now, of course, now focused on her in the house. Yeah. And she's really upset because she's like, I really don't want to lose him. I love him. 
you know, this, you know, I, I really hope we've got, you know, could get past this and, and move on together. And so it's like, okay, you know, so they now leave, you know, and go back to the hotel uh-huh. the next day. Max and Eve are talking, and Max is thinking, there's more than this than we're not seeing. You know, there's there's something else missing. Well, well he does what he normally does. He usually kind of, like, in, in, this, in the plot of the show, is like, once you get to the past the lie, you try to go, okay, well, let's find out who the person really, really is. is. right. So he sends a, he, and he does it all the time, he sends a friend request to that person. And, yeah. And let's face it, they always accept it, because it's good for the show. Right. You know, and I'm sure Neve, he's charismatic enough right. to be able to talk somebody into doing something. Yeah. So she accepts the friend request. Right. You know. So she, he, they're looking at the profile, getting to know her better, trying to figure this out. Well, they see a picture <laughs> of a ring. It, it's a, it looks to me like an engagement ring, right? Dun, dun, dun. It looked like an engagement ring to me. So, and then there's this note attached to it that said you know to the day we're together you know something like that love ramon yeah it was and it had um Luida, i can't wait for the time we were together yeah love you very much ramon right and of course now max and neve are like what, what? <laughs> <laughs> so they go to ramon like going dude <laughs> right and there's they show him the picture now his look is Indifference. Yeah, I guess that's the best. That's the thing is like, I'm like, did he know this? Like, that's the thing you're thinking in your head. Yes. Like, it was well, not like shocked about this. He's not shocked. He's not pissed. I mean, I'd be furious. Yeah. Not only did this chick lie about it, but now there's a picture and it's a typed note. Yeah. So it's not even you can't even go. Was that your handwriting? Because you can't tell because it's right. typed out. Uh, he's not pissed. He's not denying anything. He just has this this dumb look of shock on his face, almost as if holy shit. I'm guilty. Yeah. And I'm just like, we're just like, did he? And he's like, Well, no. Neve, yeah, Neve asked him, he's like, did you send him a ring? And she, he's like, no, I never sent her a ring. Right. And he goes, well, did you give her money? You know, and he's like, well, yeah. You know, like, and he's like, you know, they're trying to get the time frame of what it was, like, right. October, his, her birthday. And, and he goes, well, technically you did. Yeah, technically you bought the ring for her. See, you're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of laughed. And he's like, the, the Ramon, and he's like, no, like, like yeah, like, I'm, I'm not. And they're like, dude, technically, you know, there's a ring, your name on it, you're engaged, sucker. Four states are married. <laughs> you rolled snake eyes on this bitch. <laughs> of course, now they have to <laughs> confront her again and get the truth. So. Ramon calls and they did this one I thought was odd because they did it real fast because all of a sudden now they're in the car and you hear him on the phone <laughs> yeah, you talking mean- and she's and he's like yeah well, I need to come over and talk to you is that okay and she's like oh yeah and then she's like well who's there and she goes well my mother and my brother right and he's and like well we need to see you and, and it's edited in such a way where like as they're pulling up he's like well we need to see you like now now right yeah <laughs> she's like okay you know come on over and so so they do they meet the mother Lloyda is senior, the mother, yeah, senior. Lloyda Sr. I mean, I guess it's, I, I don't know what the technical term for a, a mother-daughter naming like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, in in the male side, it's it's like, senior, I'm Sean, my son would be Sean Jr. Right. I don't know if, if that works the same way in, in the female side. Yeah. Like, you know, her mother's name's Lloyda, she's Lloyda Jr. Yeah. Is the best way to kind of right. say it. And their brother. Who I think I forget his brother's name, but I loved him. Right. Because <laughs> they sit them all down and they're just like, okay, well, do you realize your your daughter's been in a relationship with remote kind of thing? Yeah, and, she's, yeah. and she's like, yeah, you know, she was lying. Yes. yes. And right away, the brother's like, I know she's my sister and I love her and all, but she's been lying to this 
like it was <laughs> yeah he went off and you know he he was like he's like he's like i didn't approve you know like kind of thing and yeah of course they quiet him down like right away right you know which is a shame too because i i mean very flamboyant man yes so it was just like i love this guy like i i want to see more of him yeah. give him his own show <laughs> i could watch an hour of him just bitching at his sister <laughs> So they, of course, then ask about the ring and the the mother, the, the mother, and the mother's like, you know, like, oh yeah, he bought it for her, blah blah blah, and he's like, no, I didn't. And then she's like, hold on, time out. She gets all like the arms flailing away. Yeah, you know? she kind of almost wanted to, like, like she thought if she yelled time out, they'd stop like, filming, right? You know, and just like he was like, <laughs> okay, my favorite part is. They go to Lloyda Jr. Yeah. You want to talk about the ring? And it was like almost... She's like, what? 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 Tell me what? Uh, about the ring. Well, what about it? What ring? Like, you're sitting right there. You just heard the entire conversation. Did you zone out? Like, <laughs> it was literally like, what? Who? What? <laughs> Wasn't me. It was It was the one our man. Yeah. Like, she's, <laughs> she's like, you should tell your mother the truth that you bought this ring and mailed it to yourself with the note and that you know they yeah and that's when she was like oh you know she flipped out and she's like no 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 that's not how it happened he bought her the ring and that's you know like yeah, but, but Lloyd Junior is just like after like the whole the whole conversation was like do you want to tell your mom about it? about what about the ring what about it and you don't even know if that's even true or not because Neve kind of gave that to her yeah like in a bow kind of like well he sent you the money you bought the ring. You mailed it to yourself. Isn't that true? Yeah. Well, like, and she just kind of almost. She she didn't acknowledge. She didn't it. confirm nor yeah. deny it, yeah. which still makes me think Ramon might have fucking did it to a certain degree. Yeah. Because she kind of felt bad that she kind of threw Ramon under the bus in the first place. Yeah. You know, like well, you knew I came out. To, I came out three times to you, yeah. and you didn't want to admit to it, so you, you knew she felt bad. Right. But it was just like maybe maybe it's true, maybe it's not true. For sake of argument. Let's say it's true. She did buy the ring. She did mail it to herself. Psycho. Right. Sorry. So they, of course, then at that point, they're like, what do we do now? And, And, oh, and also, too, on her Facebook page, her actual Facebook page, she's wearing the ring, showing everybody off. Yeah. And on her fake profile, she would say she was in a relationship remote. So it wasn't just like, I'm single. Right. As far as she was concerned, that fake profile, she was dating Ramon. Yeah. But also, by the same logic, her real profile had the ring had her wearing it you know so she kind of was like saying i'm dating him too right (laughs) so they you know of course they were like what do we do now and then of course ramon's like well i want to spend some time with her to get to know her which was kind of like a weird what like was he didn't really seem to be kind of like into it he just kind of seemed to be like this is something i guess i need to do right he was so in love with the visual of paolo yeah. But the 180 of seeing Lloyd, yeah. he might have been just completely numb, or maybe he was trying to think what he was, what should be the right thing to do. Right, yeah. right thing to do is, okay, she's not the hottie that I was in love with, so let me try to see if I can find a basis of a relationship here. Right. And it almost made me personally feel like if he can save some sort of relationship with this girl, he can go back home and still think it's Paolo. Yeah. You know, like to a point where it's like, I'm not going to call you Lloyd, I'm going to call you Paolo. You call yourself Paolo. Like if we're texting, if we're sexing, it's like, oh yeah, call call me Paolo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Who's your Paolo? Who's Who's your your Paolo? Paolo? Ay, caramba. (laughs) You know, 
Oof. So of course they were. They all left. They're like, all right, let's leave them alone. Let's let's let all go. So they all left the house. Camera on tripod. Everybody out of the room. Right, and they're both sitting on the on a, on a couch. He's on one side. She's on the other. And it was just that awkward silence. That awkward silence. And that sofa looked ten times bigger than it probably really is. Yeah. Because of the gap between the two of them. It was it, The gap between the two of them was probably the same distance as from Florida to Arizona. Right. You could cut that tension with a knife. Yes. And she started off, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I didn't mean for this to happen. Blah, 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 blah. Right. He's kind of like, well... I, I forgive you. Right. Let's be friends. Yeah. I mean, usually in this case, in the show, they usually kind of have them go out on a date, at least. Yeah. There was none of that. It was kind of like, okay, we're going to sit on the sofa, you know, awkward silence and kind of rehash everything we just talked about. And, right. uh, okay, I'm done. See you later. Right. So she's like, I still want to talk to you, but as a friend. Yeah. You know, and then you could tell on her face. She was, dejected. yeah. She was just she was so like, sad. Yeah, it was like, okay, we'll be friends. Yeah. And, it, she's, and of course she's like, oh, well, you know, don't don't be like that. Like, you, know, you don't sound happy about that. And she's right. like, she's kind of, no, let's be friends. Kind of yeah. like, I was like, oh. <laughs> she's like, trying to be happy. The and, moment he walked out that door was the moment he dropped her like a hot but he dropped her the moment he saw her yeah the the sad part about it is the shallowness and i can't fault people for being shallow right it's a uh, granted it's not really the nicest thing yeah but when you're in such situation i hate to say it people are going to be shallow yeah like if he didn't look the way he looked i mean he was a decent looking kid yeah you know, I can't understand why he can't find a girlfriend there. But if you're working a midnight shift, it's kind of hard to be a dater. Right. He, he seemed kind of like the loner. Right. Wasn't happy with his life. Yeah. She wasn't so happy with her life. I mean, obviously, enough, she, make a, she makes a fake profile. Yeah. But then how can you, like, from her perspective, how can you expect that guy who you obviously love and care about because you think he's cute? You yeah. know, how can you, like, look in the mirror and go, I'm not that girl. Right. Why couldn't, like, like yeah, it's it's hard to explain because you just feel like, is he being shallow? Yeah, to a degree. Yeah. She was okay with the fact that he was shallow about it. Right. So wasn't a lot of self-esteem, right. even though they always put on the front, like, well, when I was talking to you, I wasn't in a good place. Now I am. Right. There's still that, like, I don't, I don't know. It just It just always feels like. She's still fractured. Yeah. Well, I think she, she did mention that her father and her grandfather died within a year of yeah. each other. And she was she was really depressed and unhappy about her, you know, kind of thing. And then when she met him, she says, look, it was all like sunshine and rainbows and there was happiness. And she, you know, that's the that's how she felt. And then she was it kind of lifted her up to be in this kind of relationship. I, and and I, that's why I think she enabled it. <clears throat> like she was like, all right, you know what? You don't know like how I look, but I still want to talk to you. So I'll play this game uh, granted I, I you're probably right but if she's saying that you know like oh my whole life's been great since i met you you know what yeah that's great but you're still you are lying to yourself yeah if you think that this guy likes you for who you are yes he does but he likes you for who you are because it's attached to that face right it's sad yeah it's shallow yeah but that's the ugliness right you know that's that's the truth right ugly people are going to get good looking boyfriends Ugly guys very rarely get the hot looking check. I yeah. mean, it's it's very rare. Yeah, very rare. Right. You know, you just thankful. Like you really should love the person that you're with for who they are. Right. But in this case, with online romances, sometimes it is a crapshoot. You don't know. Like you hope that that person is who they are. Yeah. But most of the time, they're not. I mean, that's the reason why the show's popular. Right. Because let's face it, if it wasn't a natural thing, everyone would be doing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. That's true. So. so 
The wrap-up of the show, of course, they do the two months later. And Ramon is not talking to... Big Shocker. Yeah, Big Shocker. He's, he stopped talking to her the moment he saw her. Right. But she, on the other hand... <laughs> he is great. Has a boyfriend. Da, 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 da. So that's, you know, at least some happy ending came Look, out of it. Yeah. You know what? There is there is somebody for everybody. Yeah. With the social network, like when we were younger, yeah. the way I look at it is they always say there's somebody for somebody. But you know what? That perfect person might not be in your neighborhood. Right. Might not be in your hour drive away from your house. Yeah. That that person probably lives halfway across the world. Yeah. You know, 20 years ago, that would be unheard of. Right. You know, it would be pen pals and maybe like telegrams. Yeah. But now with social media, there are that ways to be able to kind of connect with people that you find that soulmate, you might want to say. Yeah. And it's just a matter of being able to live your life with that distance or hopefully that there's a, a way to be able to be together physically. Right, yeah. You know, so I'm glad she, and, and how'd she meet him? She met him through Facebook. On her, her actual profile. They were friends for a while. Yeah. And all right, that's great. You know, good for her. But here's the thing that made me even cement the fact that I felt Ramon was super shallow about it. They asked him, like, well, you know... Do you miss her? Do you miss her? She's like, well, she's got a boyfriend now. And they're like, oh, really? Do you, do you feel, like, jealous about that? Or how do you feel about that? And he kind of was like... Yeah. He kind of, like, laughed at it, like, almost as if, thank God, I'm not associating myself with her. Right. And I honestly don't feel like it was because of the lie. I think it was because of the fact that she wasn't the hottie. Right. You know? Yeah. Now, the positive note for him was he is he's going to school, going to college in the fall. So that was yeah, like kind of... A positive spin for him, so he's getting out of his it, yeah. But I mean, life. I but I mean, granted, I mean, you know, he was a shallow one. No, no, no. I'm not even talking. That. It's your standard. Okay, I'm going to work on myself now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go to college. He's still working. He's saving up to buy a car. Right. Because he realized I could have had a car a year ago. Yeah. If I didn't shell that shit on her. Right. You know, if it was the hottie, it'd be a completely different story. Sorry, right. But now that it's her, it's ugh, yeah. You know, it's just. It was sad. It yeah. was like... Oh, and I think the other positive note was she was paying him back. Yeah. The, so she said that he didn't really want the money, but he, she felt that... She was doing the right thing. thing right. So and that, that was, you know, really good. And that in the two months, she said in three... It, it was two months after, and she said in three weeks she'll have him paid off. Yeah. So it's like roughly about $3,000 in three months. Yeah. You know, roughly. Yeah. And I'm like, good for her. I mean, yeah. I know she's working two jobs, but... So it's probably got to be cutting into whatever she has. Right. But, you know, by the same token, she didn't have to give back the Wii. You know, <laughs> she didn't have to give back the phone. Yeah, yeah, bought her. Yeah. But, you know. So it's always good to, you know, that she did something to make it better. She got her. herself a man. Right. She's paying him off. She can write this guy off. She, she penned herself in a corner, fell in love with a guy, lied to him about her looks. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it worked out for her because she did find a guy that likes her for who she is. Yep. You know, looks and all. Mm-hmm. Which is like maybe the moral of the story. Yeah. I'm just still waiting for when that show just starts jumping the shark. Like, well, I mean, when Catfish jumps the shark, where it's like, hey, you know what? Um, Ed, I'm going to say I love you, and we're going to talk. We're going we're to make a fake profile, and we're going to talk, like, all the time, and then we're going to write Neve, and then, oh, my God, you've been lying to me, you bastard. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You said you're a twenty year old hottie. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'm not. So like, I, mean, I, I, I cut my age in half, and I'm still a hottie. So. <laughs> you want some of this? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <sighs> well, you don't like this. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, give it to me. 100% American beef right here, baby. Right here. <laughs> got a tool like mine, you got to build a shed over it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come to the gun show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Next week's, again, looks good. So, yeah. I mean, what it comes down to, folks, is that we're going to kind of judge on a case-by-case basis whether or not we do a recap. Yes. Because... Oh, man, it's get kind of tiring as far as those boring ones. This one was woo really yeah. good. Next one looks like a good one because the girl, it's a girl now. Yeah. Finally. Where it's a girl meeting a guy. Yes. And She's so blinded by it. Well, Ed thinks she's so blinded. She does look kind of ditzy, yeah. kind of like, oh, my God, he's so cute. I'm in his driveway. Oh, my God. And they open, she's about to open the door, and he, she turns around. She, I can't. I can't look. I can't look. And the door opens, and that's when they but that's the go whole, face the black. But the wacky thing is, is you're going there, so you kind of already know it's not the person. Yeah. Unless they're, they do a catfish twist where it's like, this guy might actually really, really be him, you know, and it really is him. And it's he's, like, or it's like a forty-year-old guy. Yeah, I'm, that's me. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. yeah, you got that hot little body. Why don't you come on in? Come on in, dirty girl. Why don't you come on in? Meet my wife and kids. Yeah. Oh, you look fine. Catfish, the pervert of vision. Mm, you look mighty fine. Eat that meat right off the bone, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be thinking about you tonight. Um, You're talking to Max. <laughs> I know. Oh, sorry. I forgot my glasses. <laughs> Got to get my bifocals on. You are a hottie. But I thought you were 20. I was. Once. Once. It was a long time ago. But. Mm, I still got where it counts, baby. <laughs> but you said you were in construction. I am. <laughs> I'm a foreman. I gotta yeah. build this house. Yeah. See all this? Oh yeah. See all this? This, this don't come craftsman. This don't come cheap, baby. <laughs> you gotta work to get a body like this. <laughs> Mer- Martha. Put another plate out. We got company. <laughs> you coming in for dinner, baby? I think you're gonna be with dessert. Mm. <laughs> oh, yummy! Neve, can you get me out of here? I'm getting kind of creeped out. He's like, I'm getting kind of creeped out too. <laughs> Max is like, this is great. <laughs> let's let's go in and talk about let's it. Let's go and talk about it. <laughs> Don't mind the cutlery on the wall. That goat head did it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies all over the place? Kind of like a hero of mine. <laughs> Mentor. Mentor. All of a sudden you hear, Goodbye, horses. You know, in the background. Like, you know, he's like, Oh, I'm just, you know, looking around, just kind of like checking out everything. You know, just mind your own business. Get, you know, just, just looking around. And all of a sudden, you're hearing this in the background. Why don't you come on in? Yeah, this is my wife. Yeah. Hey, welcome to my house, Neve. You're looking mighty fine. What size are you? You about size 14. Why don't you come on in? My wife's got everything all set up. And, uh, you know, yeah. Don't mind me, I'm just wearing this veil. 
I know I'm naked, but we're relaxed. <laughs> Take off your clothes. Kick your feet up. Martha, put another plate up. Put three up with that company. Yeah. I got my dog Precious here. Isn't that right, Precious? Don't mind the lotion. I also do some sewing. What's your hobbies? I do some sewing. Yeah. Would you? You love me? I fuck me. I fuck me hard. <laughs> Won't you come on in, Neve? Yeah. Oh yeah. I got a special place for you. Yeah, let me show you my basement. <laughs> got a well. <laughs> hey, what are you doing over there? You know, you rub the lotion on your skin, or else you get the hose again. Just come on in. <laughs> I got some company. It's the senator's daughter here, you know. Help me, get me out of here. Shut up. <laughs> Hold on, I got to, you know, she, she has to moisturize. <laughs> it rubs the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. Just come on in. Having some fun? Oh, don't mind. I'm working on a new dress. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. You fuck me. You fuck me. You fuck me hard. <laughs> and now that we've painted that picture, <laughs> I think it's time to call it a night. Yeah. <laughs> So you want to contact Sean and anything we've talked about, or if you want to talk to him directly, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to talk to Ed, you can contact Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. And remember, if you can rub the lotion on its skin so you don't get the hose again, you might be a geekster. <laughs>